Welcome to Frontier Bivouac, a weekly podcast dedicated to the Frontier format for the Magic the Gathering card game. I'm your host, Scott MacArthur, and I'm currently at Taps Perfect Games with Nick Notition and Joel Brassic. Welcome to episode three. Um, the biggest thing uh, right now is all Frontier Weekend. How did uh, how'd you do, Nick? Pre-release weekend? Yeah, how uh, were your thoughts? Um, I don't know. I opened like disgusting pools. And just got shit on. What was your last pool like? Uh, I opened two Tezzerets and a Pithing Needle. What kind of Pithing Needle masterpiece I hear? Yeah, it was okay. It just like, okay. Pithing Needle's terrible and sealed. Never play it. But that seems like a really good pool out of six six packs you got. Yeah, and I got like a foil. Like my promo was Mechanized Production. Uh, you can Mechanize Production in the Pithing Needle. I had really good pools. And just and name I a different thing and every I did time. Well. <laughs> Combos. That's what you come here for. And then after the eighth thing, you win. <laughs> Man, I can see your head like you're shaking it, but the hamster's on the wheel. Joel, how'd you do? Uh, I opened good things, and I did well, unlike Nick. Uh, How many lands in a row did you draw? Uh, most, it was like less two than, or three. Less than ten? There was one game where I where I um, lost game one, and then I had to mold a two, and I had a land and a non-land card, and I kept it. It seemed pretty bad. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> okay. I... Uh, <laughs> I actually drew like ten land in a row, three games in a row. I know I was there. You got pooped on. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. it was like actually the worst day of my entire life. Variant strikes again, but oh well. Uh, but we'll go into news before we hit the main topic. News. Um, recently, uh, Rosewater acknowledged Frontier like in a big way. But what he said, and this is what I want to talk about, is he would have started Frontier at Battle for Zendikar. At this point, currently, that would make it standard. But, obviously, going down the road, do you think this might actually be viable? It, what it would do is no more dig through time should be banned questions, no more fetch lands are OP, no more Rhino, Coco. There's a bunch of cards that get cut when you drop off the cons block plus the 2015 block. Um, all the graveyard hate goes as well, might I note. Uh, Joel? Well, I think that... If that's the direction they want to go, then it's not going to be a real format for probably two or three years. It's also just going to be bad. Whoa. How so? Have you ever looked at, like, Battle for Zendikar as a set? Oh, it's a terrible set. Yeah. It's an awful, straight So, like, there's a reason why Gideon is, like, the only good card out of that set, because it's also, you know, pretty good card in standard. But they would have to print some really amazing things. Well, if that's what they wanted to do. Because Battle for Zendikar has the Battlelands, which I'm not even sure you play if you can't fetch them. Gideon. Um, on, the, on that note, though, I'm going to ask uh, Joel, uh, what do you think about the power level of Ether Revolt? And if going forward, if this is what we're going to get, then do you feel these sets might just overshadow the older stuff um. in, in this format? It, it won't be as good, I feel, like, sets going forward, like, since, even since, like, Origins, you've noticed a, a lower power level of, like, they're kind of focusing on one or two things, but not, like, making everything good. They're making everything okay, and just having a couple of standout things. I don't know, but Aether Revolt is the highest power level set we've had for a long time. Um, Origins, maybe? 
Like mm. e- Origins were because of the flip planes work. I'm like Origins didn't have shit. It had like baby Jace. Jace. I think since cons, like I was, I would have was... said, I would have said cons, but like, I'm thinking baby Jace might have like smoothed that curve no. out if we're grading no. on a curve. One, one card of a set doesn't make the whole set. I, it's just funny because we just said that with the Gideon, but um, but yeah. So do you think Rosewater, like, because he's always said there was going to be a, another format? Do you? think now that he's come out and said hey battle for zendikar is what we think the cutoff will be he's kind of unofficially officially said that's kind of where it is nick no 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 you, could there be just enough push that the momentum that hyrua and like face to face has already started to push this this thing through that if they were to come out and try to say hey okay we'll just ride ride this this wave that's already started do you think that's where i mean channel fireball is running frontier side events at their gps this year yeah i'm looking forward to so i feel like if wizards just says hey guys like frontier doesn't start at m15 it starts at battle for zendikar like i personally will just quit the format and then like you guys won't get to hear me be saltiest on this podcast every week but like i don't understand why wizards would and I know it's their card game, and I know that they can do whatever they want with it, but I don't understand why they would just say, like, bugger off to the entire community. Especially seeing the community is what keeps your card game, like, going, and now the community has said, hey, we want this. Yeah. Why would you try to go, okay, it's cool, but we're going to cut it off at the news? Well, it depends. Well, I think we already have, like, a big store in Japan, of course, endorsing it, but, like, Commander... Like Commander was made by judges, and it was made by a community made that, and the community defined what was, what was in the format, what's not in the format, and they're still in charge of it. So unless Wizards really takes the reins on this, then I think it'll just be community driven. Um, and I, there's there's a, we talked recently a couple of podcasts ago about uh, how I I'm a little scared if and when. Um, Wizards does it, and I was, I was called a hipster, which is fine. I'll take that. But at the same time, it's things like this that make me a little scared. Like when they start coming in and policing, which could be good and bad, um, that that's going to change what we're playing now. Um, any last thoughts, guys? And then we'll move on to the main what topic. What if they even pushed it back farther? They won't. No one ever thought of that. They won't. Uh, there's a, When you play unofficially on Moto, there's a lot of times where I'm like, uh, I'll be like turn one thought season. I'm like, well, I guess we're not playing Frontier. We're playing Modern. So <laughs> like, I didn't know. I didn't get that memo. So, but I built a Frontier deck. So okay. But yeah, I don't think they're gonna push it back farther. Another thing as well is over the weekend they acknowledged the fact that like Magic Next and Magic and other properties like an MMO there was a. Um, uh, yeah, I saw that post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a chance that they might be holding off sanctioning Frontier for the next version of Magic and just do it all at once. Uh, they did say because Worth just left um, the that the um, uh, Magic Online community or developers have been moved over to the Magic Next or whatever it ends up being. So that could be. So they probably just have a live team to patch any problems and keep new cards going in. But for the most part, the, the large amount of developments probably moved over. Um, okay, uh, main topic this week is going to be uh, kind of now the pre-release. We've actually physically held cardboard in our hands. Thoughts um, on the set? Uh, I sealed up- is bad. Don't play sealed. Sealed is great. Play sealed. 
I do like sealed. Two headed giant did me really well. I went three and one. But um, two headed giant's terrible format. Never play it. Four o two headed giant. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah well, I well, we did really well, but like I couldn't like my deck couldn't kill an opponent. Could not. I had not had no win con. No win con. All I had was removal and counter spells. But my my partner really only a deck that you were playing had nothing but removal and counter spells. I opened three fatal push. What else should I say? And two metal rebuke and like the deck with uh, three shocks. I'm like, this is what I'm doing. I opened it. Shock is not good. Shock is not good. Okay, fine, fair enough. We'll we can debate that. <laughs> I opened Joel? plenty of packs and I only opened up one push. <laughs> I opened. I am kind of sad right I now. I opened zero and I traded for two. <laughs> I traded a. Uh, I have like seven. I traded a five five. Black, black, five improvised, improvised demon yeah. for a fatal push. Yeah, the demon I thought was really good. In our game when we played, that demon did work. Like, I lost because that demon. Yeah, when you can cast him on four, he's, like, actually unbeatable. Yeah. Turn four, he got, he hit the table and just wrecked my day. And it was just like, yep, I'm done. But um, fatal push, come back to that. That's one card that, uh, because there was a lot of hype for this card moving in, it's... Currently, when I checked, it was still eight dollars. Um, until people start getting play sets, it'll come down. But um, thoughts? Did I guess you guys? You only played one. I played with it. It did everything I, didn't even I wanted play mine. to. Play mine. Open in the prize pack. Oh crap. Okay. <laughs> well, I I thought it did work. I was pretty happy with it. Um, the couple of the other cards I brought up that um, I'm gonna name some cards. Tell me what your thoughts on them. If you saw it played, whatever. If you didn't see it played, just say no. But I'm not going to know what they are because I don't learn card names. Okay. The first one that I saw played, and uh, I didn't play it, but my partner, too, had a giant did, and saw a lot, is Rishkar Pima Renegade. He's a two-mana, uh, or sorry, a three-mana, two-two, two, uh, two colors, one green. When he comes to play, we'll put two counters on each of up to two target creatures. Each creature with a plus one, plus one counter is a mana dork. Um, uh, that card did work. It did. I saw double triple spelling once that guy hit the table um very very good green gets another good card thoughts paired really well with the two two that gets two plus one plus one counters the actually the um the cat monkey cat monkey i actually have him he was one of the ones on my list so we can uh bring him up the uh where is he you would never play cat monkey and constructed scrounging if, if you're dedicated to plus, like i feel like ivan was considering it in his um Hard and scale deck. Yeah. It's a 2 2 that you can move counters onto. And then when you move the counters, you get extra hard and scale triggers. Okay, maybe you would play it. Because when it comes in, depending on how many, so it would like, come in with an additional Bears ones. with additional things can be good. Yeah. Uh, are we into a giant because both of our promos are Oath of Ajani's. So we, yeah, it was weird. Um, so Green White was one of the decks, the other one's Grixis. Um, we, we put the dude down and then Oathed and just uh, then. We oathed again. Legendary ruled out the other one, and just like it was almost like an overrun. It was gross. And then what if we couldn't? It wasn't like we couldn't. But the plan was if we couldn't tack through the board, we just mana dork out until we also pull a sky sovereign. So we figured that would finish it up. Yeah, that our two headed pool was really like I pulled a orrery, whatever the graphite orrery. The uh, if you have no cards, yeah, that card was terrible. And I'm just like I'm not like my rares sucked, but the other pool was super good. My two headed pool was like demon. Chandra, Free Jam region. Yay. Like, I, I pulled him almost every single one. Just and, like, never so played. much good stuff. And then I drew 10 land in a row and got 
swung at. <laughs> we won't get into that. Um, uh, but uh, while we're on the two-headed giant thing, um, the the red three-mana 2-3, three, that sack an artifact, deal two damage to each, each opponent. Each opponent. Um, you just pair my, that with, like, Pia's Revolution. It was my, yeah, yeah, it was my MVP card of two-headed giant. I, I dealt, like... 24 damage with one of those i i would i would i've been considering playing um like a blue red or a grixis in soul build with uh scrap heap scrounger mm. no 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 scrap thrower oh yeah the one that gets the lower one back yeah scrap and thrower? you just like yeah. sack stuff in like ascending order mm-hmm. such that you always just get to bring the ornithopter back to your hand yeah as the end of the line yeah 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 but so, the problem good. with that is like it's a tap sack Mm. So you'd need multiple copies, or you would need some way to Deceiver Exarch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the cards I did pull that did me a lot of work, um, I don't know if you guys got to see it, was in 2 Out of Giant, I played uh, Dark Intimations. The Okay, that card's stupid in 2 Out of Giant. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that you can play it in Frontier. Um, none, I think a lot of it will hinge on what the Bullis That's the Grexus like. one, right? Yeah, Grexus with the upside for Bullis. I played that in my 7 rare <laughs> sealed pull on the Midnight. How'd that go for you? 3-1. Uh, 3-1? One. One. Did you get to cast it? Oh, yeah. Oh, what'd you think? Oh, uh, like all upside? Um, it was it, it was it's a four for one. It seemed bad Could be. In, at his current board state when I was gonna cast it on like turn six. Then he played Cataclysmic Gear Hulk. <laughs> so okay, I'll leave my one creature and then you get no board after I cast this. <laughs> That's uh, that seems kind of good. Uh, the demon, the Herald of Anguish, I actually pulled up as one of the cards I want to talk about as well. Um, like I said, on the f- turn four, um, it seems really good. You one can cast it earlier in front here. Yeah, exactly. You just go like. One of the things to point out is it's three dollars more than Tezzeret right now. Uh, it's actually like the third. What's Tezzeret at? Like twelve bucks. Mm, I should not have traded that for a fatal push. Uh, no, probably not. New no. uh, Held in Anguish is like the second or third highest card in the set. Uh, not kind of match. It's like very good. It is super good. I think uh, the remind me what it does again. I know about the improvise. In there. Yeah, so it's five colors, two black, five five flying. Improvise, tap your artifact thing. At the beginning of each end, each of your end steps, each opponent discards a card, and then for one color, send a black sacrifice an artifact. Target creature gets minus two, minus two until end turn. That's not so. Yeah, That's you'll bad. have the artifact. The second ability doesn't even matter. Like yeah. the the fact that your opponent just has pressure on their hand now, and has to deal with a five five. Well, inspectors too, right? If you play some weird black white, the two black is weird, but like turn one. You've played, uh, we'll say, a Plains Inspector, get the clue. You've actually played two mana towards this thing. Listen, no, listen. Okay, what you got? You just play, like, Grixis and Soul, and you go, like, Ornithopter, Ornithopter, land, one mana artifact creature. Turn two, you play, like, a Hanger Backwalker. Turn three, you just play Demon. Then your opponent's like, oh, man, I have to deal with, like, all these artifacts and also Demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't, like, board wipe, you're done. And at that point, maybe they won't even have the mana for it. And then they board wipe, and you're like, okay, cool. Just Hanger Backwalker back. makes tokens. We're still we're still. Pushing. And you have no hand. Moral of the story is Hanger Back is good. Um, another card I thought that did really well was Glint Sleeve Siphoner. Almost Bob. Oh, second Bob. Yep. Um, I know I got to see him in play, Nick. That was, like, I underrated that card until you wrecked me with him. Um, uh, and the same game with the, the demon. Uh, Joel? Uh, I, I played against it about three times, and 
I don't know if I was just that far ahead of my opponent, but it just seemed like they kept they were like like wasting their energy on that. Did like, they play it on two? No. That's their mistake. I don't know. They just maybe my decks were just too good for them. You're the worst. <laughs> it, it well, you never know. It's I thought it was really good. But um yeah, it's the menace on it. I did not realize it had menace. Uh, like I knew I menace? read it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even read that. I just know like they were gonna draw an extra card, and I was like, eh. Really? No, it has menace. Like, yeah, it's. It feels like the cards that menace just seems to be showing up like randomly on cards because wizards just throwing it around, but it matters. Also, the cycle of the energy, um, like the low two drop and three drop ones that make um, a Sir, servo. Yeah. Uh, the black ones seem to be the best one because just. Because it had death touch. Yeah, that extra ability seemed really good. The other no, ones... the red one is for strike. Way better. No, no. I, I, <laughs> there was three times. Well, not three, two, two times where strike. I had opponents attack with like five fives. The big like um, the four four trample that has revolt two plus one plus one counters. Mm-hmm. He swung with that, and I was like, I'll block with my one one. He's like, okay, so you take five. I'm like, yeah, and it dies. He's like, oh, it has death touch. It's like, yeah, read the cards. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like it's pretty much a typhoid rat that actually makes like a friend bring can bring a friend along um but the, it's weird because usually typhoid rat hits the table and sits there where this one it's encouraging you to attack with your death touch creature instead of just yeah if they have an empty board you play it on two and if they're still empty board when it comes back to you you're like sure i'll make a servo yeah sure why not gifted etherborn the not nighthawk um it's two black death touch lifelink two three uh, card's fine i feel it's pretty good actually it's an etherborn as well like always trades up um, yeah, I feel that could be a thing. Also, another thing to look at is, Joel, do you think there's going to be like a Etherborn deck because of the Midnight on Trush? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, the Lord is four mana. Mm-hmm. And like if it was three mana Lord, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I do I do like the Lord because when as your things die, you're getting cards out of it so you can find another one. Unless yeah. they just kill the Lord. Well, it's obviously who. Yeah. Then you yeah, get to draw a card, and then you just have all these bad creatures. The the problem, I think, is because uh, you get the mimic as well, which might be your lord. Five hey, bad rates, creatures but... beat you. Bad creatures can beat people. That's not the the issue. It's... Okay, I'm talking about like a constructed format, <laughs> not not a limited format. I am notoriously bad at limited. Well, at least you're honest about it. But like, I'm like five of ten in constructed. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so no, I don't. I don't think that like Aetherborn can be a deck in any constructed format because oh. your lord is bad, and if you're playing Metallic Mimic, if you're playing Frontier, and you're playing Metallic Mimic in your Aetherborn deck, you're an idiot, and you should just be playing Elves or Goblins. Yeah, that seems much better. I just thought I'd ask a question. And if you're playing it in Standard, you're an idiot because you're not playing Turn Four Combo. Yeah, pretty much. Um. The next question I have, another card I'll uh, uh, look at, and I've it's not a question about the quality of the card, just how the card is, um, is Shander's Revolution. The three colors, one red, do four damage to target creature, tap target land, that land doesn't untap. Bad. No. Yes. Are you insane? Yes. No, it's like, kill your best thing, color screw you for a turn. It's so good. Yeah, that's actually what I want to get to. Doesn't it feel weird that red card has the whole tap target land and doesn't play flame lash? What else does it in red? Um, play flame lash. Um, there's that stupid innkeeper from yeah, the vampire innkeeper or whatever from Innistrad. Yeah, it was four mana three. No, no, no. No, Shadows. Four mana three three. 
tap it i think it even taps the land yeah and it leaves it untapped and leaves it tapped for it's like turn. four mana three three it's called like bad innkeeper <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough i did doesn't I, have flying like yeah but this card bad i've <laughs> oh it's so good no you're insane well, maybe on turn four but again you're just playing a sorcery burn spell yeah. play flame lash or hungry flames which is the next guy i was going to talk about two colors one red instant do three damage to target creature two damage to target player bad how is that one bad but the other one's good it's fine i i i, I, per, I would much prefer instant speed over yeah because if they play something humongous that's bigger than four at least like a two for one's terrible but a two for one where you're marginal where you can then get ahead at like end of turn is fine I don't know. I I always felt like burn is better when it's instant speed. I think what's holding back things like yeah, that's it's it's just like yeah, everything is better when it's instant no, but speed. But like what I mean is like when you look at that makes exquisite. shock better too. Shock is bad. Uh, shock is so bad. You're bad. Yeah, exquisite. This is true. But shock is bad. Don't play shock. When I shock you ten times in a game, you're gonna feel it. Okay, you know what? If you like. We can cast shock ten times. We have other deck problems. Yeah, problems. you know what? If if you if you like draft ten shocks, I will. I genuinely think that any creature deck kills you before you kill them. Oh, you just kill the creatures. Then how you? Then and then you're you out of shocks. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll play shitty creatures too, and then eventually kill oh them. Oh God, you'll know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my next card on the list, while we try to bring this back onto rails, is siege modification. Um, don't shake your head at me. Uh, in limited, it was super fun. Um, I did a lot of work with it. Uh, turn three, turn four deaths. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm getting head shakes here. So we're, we're saying no, no chance. <laughs> no, man. I just like. Okay, well. I'm I gonna... had an opponent go like, turn one Dreadnought, turn three Siege Modification Dreadnought. Yeah. Like the 7-Eleven. Yeah. And just like swing for 10. I was Whoa, like, can't not, beat that. It's not called yeah, Dreadnought. Yeah, Cookie Mart. It's called I don't the care, Cookie whatever. Mart. Yeah. It's called the quickie mark. Yeah, and just like swing for 10. And I was like, I can't beat that. It was terrible. Yeah. So it's, I hate sealed. I hate you brought sealed. the wrong person in this podcast. Yeah, it's fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Next up then is Mobile, mobile Garrison, the 3 4 vehicle. Uh, in it's unreasonably good. Yeah, the, the untapping thing, like untap the guy that crewed me, it seems really good. I would kept using it to untap people that they'd iced over and stuff and limited. I thought it was, I thought this vehicle actually could get somewhere, especially three mana, two to crew, three, four seems okay. Well, isn't that the point of the vehicles? They get uh, you places? Oh my God. Okay. Well, that's, but like, seriously though, the last card I brought up, and then we'll get to some free talk about what cards you guys saw that you thought was good. Uh, Untethered Express, the new trample train. Oh my God. It's so good. Like the fact it's counters is really good. You just, you never don't slam it on four. If you have it, you just never don't slam it. Crew one? <laughs> like, this is Renegade Freighter, like, ten times better. Especially with Siege Modification. Is there a card in Frontier that makes your artifacts cheaper? Yes. Yeah. There, well, there's the there's from two of them. Kaladesh. There's the... Oh, he's also in Origins, the Chief of the Foundry. No, 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 no. That guy doesn't. Um, the one it was from yeah, Kaladesh, the, the Inspector. Oh, no, he gives him plus one, plus and one. And then Harold yeah, yeah. Kozilek as well. Yeah. Three mana, two, four, make colorless spells, one less. The thing is, like, I don't want to play Herald of Kozlek, but, like, Foundry Inspector, maybe. Oh, uh, like, play Mud, and then just just keep on keeping yeah. on. Okay. Yeah, the thing is, like, you can't play actual Mud because you can't make their stuff more expensive. Um. Yeah, no, not in not in uh, Frontier, but that's just the way it is. Um. But, yeah, yeah the thing is so good. It's super good. Like, yeah. imagine, if, imagine if you could just, like, play it on three. 
Uh, oh, you play Mana Dorks. Yeah, you just play it on three. Oh my god, so good. Play it in Frontier. Elvish Visionaries and stuff. And then you, once uh, you're. Elvish you're, Mystic. Uh, yes, thank you. And then you <laughs> use your Mystic to crew it, right? So on the next turn. Oh my god, and then you just like never lose. It also comes elves with trample. With vehicles? So. All these elves are jumping in <laughs> into the caravans and going all out. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, no real talk though. Okay, <laughs> you know that two mana artifact you scry at the beginning of your turn? When you play a creature, pay green, draw a card. Yes. Yeah, that's a real, real... Modern card. Elves? Hey, yeah. Or Frontier Elves? Front- Just like any Elf deck? Yeah, Elves in general. Where you're playing like with... um. Green gets more card advantage? Whoa. Yeah, and you play... uh, You talked about them. The Rishkar, right? Rishkar, yeah. So you play Rishkar, and you play Elvish Mystic, and you play that stupid uh, artifact, and you just draw... But It's like back to nature for... Yeah, like not as broken. At some point, you're just gonna, you're just gonna go off on a turn and draw like four cards, play four creatures, and go hey, deal with it. And then you're like, hey man, clear my board. Oh wait, I don't care. I'm holding a mitt full of cards. Nothing you do matters. Yeah, at that point, yeah, especially seeing like mid to late game when you don't want to be drawn line, you want to be drawn action. That scry is gonna be very relevant, right? Okay, so I'm not crazy. Like that card is genuinely like. Yeah. Yeah. A thing that could be good. I got wrecked by it until I destroyed it. <laughs> I had I had to use a removal spell on his artifact instead of his creatures because it was just doing too much. It does a lot. And it's it came out of nowhere. I didn't pull a single one. Um I didn't pull green or I didn't play green at all this weekend. Like I pulled like three. Yeah. It was bad. Could. Like it's good and it's good and limited. No. Very good and limited. Multiple triggers means you draw multiple cards, but that's as good as you're gonna get. Um, well, no no no, because you have to pay for each trigger. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. So you so trigger, pay green, trigger, pay green. Like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, like, like if you're top decking, this will help you prevent it so you're not just top decking. Yeah, man, that's good. Any other cards, Joel, that you saw that stand out? Um, the the improvised dragon, the six mana one. Free jam ramjet. Yeah. Regent. Regent, thank you. I don't know. I, said, I can't I, do math, can't read. I played I, on turn four, killed my there. opponent on turn five with it. <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 Seems kind of good. Were they at six? No, they were They were at like 12, and it was just like, okay, well, I had I drew a shock, shocked his two toughness creature, then pumped my regen twice, and you're you're dead. There's that S word again, the dirty S word. Um, but yeah, no, it's... There's a couple cards. Like I said, I pulled out those ones because I thought... I, I saw them do work in limited. I'm curious to see how far they'll make it in like actually all the improvised creatures if you can play them on four free gems bad don't play it in constructed i don't know actually i think the problem in frontier is like i think the red blue one was really good the makes two the one that makes two thoughters yes yeah we had like we had this conversation yesterday I, what was my evaluation like i picked it up i read it i said this card's trash yeah even i couldn't convince this one like and now you're like I was like it could be the top end to some control build or something like that. No, you just can't do it. No, I think the card's trash. Um, it it's has, like it's like bad P and Kieran Noir. Play it with P and Kieran. And then use the Thopters off one to help him out. If Why aren't I just playing like P and Kieran in my like good improvised deck and not playing like because P and Kieran like lets me throw my Ornithopters. Yeah. yeah. It, 
it essentially well it makes your clock a lot faster and well, you you're, you can use your thopters then to more improvise well if you tap them to improvise to bring this guy and then you tap actual mana to throw them that's and then you got two more two more thopter bombs to throw too and you have a two two chumper and it's in red and but like, what's the body it's like an o3 it's a no, two it's a two two you're making four power for five with improvise and two of it flies and two of it's on the ground yeah and Would you rather jump with P, have to jump with P and Kieran or with your random two two that made two thopters? You've done your work. You're you can do pig. Why you am can I do jump blocking? Just, um, oh, I don't know because you're being attacked. I would assume. Yeah, but I have a five five demon flying and they have no hand. <laughs> that okay? So we see that's where your improvise is going. Fine, right. be that way. Um, the like, it, it no, makes no, no. magical Christmas. Listen, land. no, no, listen. <laughs> that's not an unreasonable assumption that I just like have demon. No, it isn't. Um, but no, listen. Free jam is bad. It's not bad. If Demon didn't exist, I would play Free Jam. But because Demon exists, Free Jam is just like unplayable. Yeah. I just the 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 pump was really relevant on it where But you I think that last statement as well is very um standard and or uh other revolt focused. The problem we have like with Free Jam and stuff like that is like there's Thunderbreak. And unless you're playing Free Jam for two, well, you can play your Thunderbreak. You can play Free Jam the same turn you would play Thunderbreak, and then next turn you can swing for eight. Except for when they remove it, they don't get bolted. Yeah, yeah. But you can play like like both dragons, right? Yeah, but they're better. Like I wouldn't play Free Jam in my dragons deck. Yeah, with because it doesn't have haste in it. Like I'm not running artifacts. Like I would prefer to splash black for like um, (laughs) like demon. Okay. Yes, demon. I guess. But okay. If we're it's enough, uh, this damn demon. No, man. Demon is insane. Demon it, is unreasonably good. Uh, Only ever play demon. What about demon of dank schemes? Would you play it too? No. Well, the two of them together could get some. Yeah. It could be like a one of. Um, it doesn't two, have improvise. The only two demons in Kaladesh. Put throw them together. So we're saying improvise is good. I'm saying improvise can be good. Okay. Uh, in what situations? The ones where you have lots of artifacts. No, no, but like your triple orthopter draw. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many artifacts would I have to be playing in my deck for it to be good, or be able to produce? That's like a complicated question. Yeah, I know. Where I ask the hard questions. Um, it depends on how expensive they are. Sixteen, I think. Wow, that's 18? a lot. I don't think it's like that high, but I think that like the artifacts that you are playing have to be very, very efficient, right? So like. For example, Frontier doesn't have Smuggler's Copters banned. Yes. Right? So you just play, like, four Smuggler's Copter, four Ornithopter, four Hangar Backwalker. Yeah. Seems kind of good. And then you play... Especially seeing Ornithopters taking the role of, like, a a Mox improvised, pretty much. Yeah. That can block. Additionally, like, when you play your Tezzeret, the minus is better because you've played these... I don't know. Additionally, like, you don't even, like, your one drop can be Thraben Inspector, because Thraben Inspector counts as an artifact. Yeah. Right? So. Because of the clue. I think it's a complicated question, but I think that you want to be between 12 and 16. All right, that's fair. Do you think, uh, Joel, do you think the insole deck will pull out red for black for stuff like this, especially because of the new insole? But. No, they still like red. Did the Um, Shrapnel Blast. Shrapnel Blast is still insane. And unlicensed disintegration. Yeah, they play both. I so think. I think Grixis in Soul. I think in Soul goes to Grixis. But I think they, they'll play. They'll play fifth and sixth um, in Soul now, probably. Yeah. I think they play eight. I'd but actually. I think. I think they actually. If if you're gonna play six, I think you cut in Souls. Whoa. It's better to get the artifact back. Yeah, especially if you're playing like you Hanger get, Backwalker. Yeah, you only get burned when you're like, all right, 
cast this, enchanting this, they're like, hold on, remove it. That's when you like that, that can happen both within soul, but unless yeah. unless Darksteel Citadel is one of the lands you've played or somehow like because now Ornithopters, well, it's always there. Um, there's a good chance that by the time you pull, let's say you had one and then you pull the other, you might not have a second artifact to make it work. And at that point, I might like you're giving up an early five damage for the fact you get the artifact back just because it plays a turn later, right? Plus, there's some mana restriction. The build I'm looking at has um, Scrap Thrawler, mm-hmm. and in my Magical Christmas line, just never doesn't have an artifact because anytime something dies, you're getting something that has died earlier back. Yeah. Or your hanger back dies. So essentially, my deck is just like gets wrecked by white decks with exile effects. Um, but no, I think like I was talking to you about this recently, mm-hmm. and I said I think in Soul is just the best deck in Frontier now. It was really strong to begin with, and now this this only push it forward. It it can't help but like this might go as a no brainer, but in Soul is an artifact deck, and now we have a strong artifact block. It so now it can pick and choose a lot of stuff to augment it to make it better. Well, it got like a super efficient removal spell. If you're playing the Grixis build, you have Unlicensed Disintegration still. Yeah. You have just, like, a ton of really efficient stuff. Mm-hmm. You get to play Demon. You get to play Tezzeret if you really want to play Tezzeret. I don't know that it does play Tezzeret. I don't know if Demon is as, like, I get it. You're never going to drop it for seven. But is that where you think the high point there's of the a, is? I think there's a controlling in Soul. Then there's a more of a just, like, straight aggro I want to... Just punch face and travel blast? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so do you remember Abzan aggro? Rhino was the top end, right? For four mana. I don't think it's unreasonable to say that Demon is the top end of your aggro in Soul deck. But if you're... If you have a touch, like, Ornithopter, are you going to use it to tap it to improvise your demon or do you want to swing for five in the air like if that's the difference between because you think no no i i see what you're saying but listen i have a touched ornithopter i'm swinging for five in the air but when that ornithopter dies and goes back to my hand and i replay it for free and then slam my demon i see that yeah all like demon is good enough just to be in every deck that can support it Um, regardless of the archetype they're trying to play more than the average artifacts obviously yeah uh if i might interject did you feel this way about the demon before you played it? Because you knew about it, obviously. No, like, my... I've written a series of articles where I go yeah, we're play gonna, potential pass. Yeah, we're going to put that up. Um, That's going to go up eventually. but Sooner than later. And I haven't edited them, and I don't plan on editing them. Good. Yeah. But if you look at my initial reaction to the demon, I'm like, eh, could be good. Who knows? I think that's, like, literally verbatim what I wrote. Uh, was something along the lines of like this card could be very good who knows mm-hmm. but now that i've played it like the card is insane yeah no it, i i thought it was pretty good uh you did get to play did you get to play the tezzeret yeah i ultimated him um and then i drew that game because we were interns it was like not a good good day of my life not i don't like sealed yeah that's fair well the thing is this is how <laughs> you get to play the cards early right but um going back to the tezzeret question yeah i think that if you're playing like a controlling in soul build like Joel was just talking about, or just like a controlling blue black artifact build. Yeah. Tezzeret is very good because when you play him on four, hypothetically you've played artifacts every turn leading up to four. Yeah. And the board is gummed to hell and they have to play like a ruinous path or a burn spell to get rid of him. Or they have to counter him. Also, yeah. sorry, Metallic Rebuke? Yeah, real. That card is insane. Yep. Yeah. There, well, think about it. 
like I know modern is talking about infinity because it allows you a turn one counter spell, but like you could do it, but it's really consistent. Um, yeah, that card is like it's a it's slapping one more mana on mana leak, but making it so I can make it cheaper. I don't know if that really is a like payoff. You're looking worst for. case scenario, it's bad mana leak. Best case scenario, it's like the best four spike ever. Uh, yeah, and I, I got a feeling that it'll be mana leak or four spike more often than not. Yeah. Yep. And that's like. I think the card's insane. Yeah, crazy. Joel, you got a card that you thought um, did really well this weekend that you weren't really thinking it was before you went in? I, well, we already kind of talked about it. I just really liked Grish card. Like, I had it in two of my sealed pools, and it was just like, play it on three with another creature. Okay, they both give it a counter. Even just playing it naked on three, just give it a counter. All right, I have a 3-3 three, three that... 3-3 three, three for three is good. I, I'm either swinging with or, all right, I'm playing my five drop a turn early. Yep. Deal with it. Yeah, and that's a lot of a lot of magic is about trying to uh, get things in early. That's why stuff like improvise and delve and uh, convoke, like really anything cheats mana is better. And mana dorks are the universal just help you cheat mana, and especially in frontier where there's even the mana rocks, which are a couple. Hell, there's a mana vehicle. Um, they're kind of expensive. What's Rishkar's creature types? He is a. Let me check on that. Um, he's like an elf warrior. He's a legendary elf who just went past Ooh, him. Goes in my elf deck. Yes. And he's, he's three a, mana, so you can cocoa him out. He's a legendary creature elf druid. 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 Oh, not warrior. Not warrior. That, that makes a big difference for those <laughs> warrior fans yeah, out there. Man. Well, I guess also uh, Yeheni, too. Um, he, I, Aetherborn vampire. <laughs> Got oh. that one. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> He was like on on the Saturday. It seemed like everyone opened one. Andrew had two in his pool. Yeah, that was weird. And it was just like uh, every other game was like, all right, we're having Yeheni battles. Who gets theirs out first? Yep, kind of thing. Um, but I also had his. I also had the expertise. Yeah. So clear the board and put my Yeheni down. Swing for two. That actually brings me to my next question as well. The expertise is. Um, if you saw any played, uh, I saw the blue one played against me. Uh, ben Nesman played it against uh, me. I it, saw the green did... one played into the blue one. <laughs> into. Uh, well, it was my partner in two-headed giant. <laughs> that seems good in seal. So drew four, bounced three of their things, and then played a four drop. It's gross. Yeah. that's. No, um... I think the expertises are like unreasonably good in sealed. But I think that maybe... Two of them are playable in Constructed. Uh, Frontier? Frontier, I think maybe two of them are playable. I think you play Yehenny's in... Any slot where you're playing Languish. Yeah, or if you're playing Flaying Tendrils, even, for like more aggro. Like you, well, the minus three, minus three, and get a thing mm -mm, on the board mm -mm. is... There are decks where you want Flaying Tendrils. Like I was just going to say Languish. The, the MTG kills. Frontier guys talk about this all the time. Like Three and four against the aggro decks in this format... Is day and night because yeah. like on four you're probably just dead to a Tarka Red, like they're just gonna burn you out at that point. Whereas like if you were on the play and you played your Radiant Flames or your Flame Tendrils on three, like you've stopped them in the trap. You've stopped mm -hmm. them to the point where you get to stabilize now. Whereas if you do it on four, like they probably just have enough reach to kill you. What if you do expertise into Flame Tendrils? That's unnecessary. <laughs> But actually, the question that I would ask is if, because they're both formatted, <coughs> does this replace language? And then it's like, if you're yes. doing five, you do four expertise, one language, or would you do like three and two? Or uh, because, like, in Frontier, we have Rhino. 
Not saying that I, I see a lot of it, but... I think you have to keep languish against other... Because there are four toughness things you want to... Okay, you just want to leave your Kalita, their Kalitas out on the field? Yeah, that's true. It doesn't matter, because my Kalitas is on the field, and I have a f- bunch of zombies now, because their board's gone. Okay, well, they also had a Kalitas, and they, get also, they also get zombies, because your board's clear. No, my board was only Kalitas. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Man, magic your Christmas land is... Listen, precious. I don't... I don't make bad plays. I give my opponent zombies. <laughs> we try not to. But, yeah. Um, uh, one more card that I'm already pretty sure I know the answer, but I should bring up anyway, is Lightning Runner. Um, it's two red and three colors. Double strike haste. Um, when it attacks, you gain two energy. If you spend energy, you get another attack phase. Um, in Constructed Indoor Frontier, uh could this be something? Oh, you already get into six mana fairly frequently to trip off your um, marvels. So the extra two off him means he can get an extra swing um, as a one or two of in some weird super aggro deck. I never saw this played, but I feel like extra combat phases when you're ahead are really good. Extra combat phases when it's even mean... If they have any mana open, they're just like, all right, kill your creature. You have an extra combat phase now. Cool. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, just untap and stay for a block. So, but if you're already ahead, it doesn't really matter. Just go to the next turn. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, my initial reaction to the card was there are better things to spend six energy on. Eight. Eight energy. Wow. Yeah. You get two off him, though. But, and uh, yeah. after opening one and not playing it, I think that there are still better things to spend eight energy on. Like, I'd rather take an extra turn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, heart. I mean, yeah. like, Gonti's Aether Work Heart yeah. is, like, hot garbage, and you should never play it. Like, the only card that spends energy that you should be playing is... Sorry, there's two of them. They're Electrostatic Pummeler and, and Aether Works Marvel. That's it. That's well, all. The Don't Bristling, play... Well, Bristling Hydra, too. Sure. Bristling Hydra is, like, a baby Electrostatic Pummeler. Yeah, well, it's your Pummeler... Five through five, eight. yeah, whatever. But like, those three cards are the only cards that should be spending your mana in constructed formats. Period. What about Servant of the Conduit? No. Ether Hub. No, though that's mana. That's different. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Harness Lightning. I want not to, in Frontier. I'm not going to sit here and like name well, off all the cards. <laughs> so, but you don't play. You do not play Harness Lightning in Frontier. You do in your Aetherworks deck. No. Yeah, because no, no, two no. mana get three energy. Yeah, you, you target you don't something. Spend it on. Yeah, but we're talking about ways to spend energy. <laughs> okay, well, before Nick has an aneurysm... Um, already happened. Already happened. Okay, Yay. I'm going to move on to play potential and pass. I'm going to go to my left <coughs> with Nick. Um, you got a card for me, buddy? Why do you always pick me first? Uh, because Joel reached for his phone to pull it up, so... My card is my card is uh, Herald Vanguish. Oh, the actual demon. Yeah. Super solid. Okay, I did not know that was like, going to come. I'm really sorry. I picked this literally days in advance. Yeah, no, it's I all good. I didn't know we were going to pick that as our topic. No, it's all good. Um, it's all good. Herald of Anguish is 10 of 10. Like, so never don't play it. So potential. Yeah. No, it's actually a pass. No, the card is unbelievable. Yeah. And, like, I might be delirious from working all my life and very tired because I just got off work, but oh my god, the card is so good. Yeah, no, well, we, we just went on, and if uh, us going on for about five minutes about it and then coming back to it unintentionally uh, shows it, it's, like, I think there is, a, I've always thought there was a mono black deck, um, and I, I I feel that 
because especially with the scrap heap troller and stuff like that. Um, I built the mono black deck. Yeah, I know. Yeah, your just... mono black deck's bad though, because it doesn't have Herald of Anguish. You lost to Parker. No, I didn't. Didn't you? No. Oh, he beats. He be, He went. I don't know how that was a went... cherry on your like got your Sunday, but okay. <laughs> He was playing Parker's my like the worst player on our team. <laughs> oh, okay, fair he enough, uh, fair. he went three and one with playing my mono black deck. <laughs> okay, uh, Joel, your thoughts on the uh, the demon before we move to your card? Eh. Nick just like died. I like you can. I don't know if you guys heard that. I, I might have to edit that out. Like, wow. Um, Joel, what's your card? <laughs> um, Whisperwood Elemental. Solid. I've been um, been playing Legacy Cube on Moto a little bit and. Re replaying this card again and getting the value out of it, it just seems super sweet. So it's a three and two green for a four four. Beginning your end step, manifest the top card of your library, and then it has uh, sacrifice whisper elemental until end of turn. Face up non-token creatures you control. Gain when this creature dies, manifest the top card of your library. So it's the anti. It's green's anti-board sweep. Yeah, and it's it. What I always liked about it was it comes down, and you immediately get value out of it as if it lives to the end step. And that's the big big deal is like having a card that actually gives you stuff right away. Then you play another one the next turn, and you manifest two cards, and then you just start like you just start. Going yeah, I live in I live in magical wide. Christmas land. Which brings me to you, Nick. Uh, if you had to rate this card uh, one out of ten, Herald of Anguishes, what would you give this thing? Uh, if I had to give this a number zero, zero. nothing compares to Herald of Anguish. I, I nothing will ever compare to Herald of Crystal Anguish. Crystal Brand. I mean, no, no. Crystal no. Brand is terrible. Whoa. Herald of Anguish is our new okay, god. Okay, so you're playing Legacy Reanimator. Are you Whoa. sticking four Herald of Anguishes in your deck, or are you sticking a Crystal listen, Brand? Listen, listen, listen. I don't play Legacy because I don't have money. You, you, you just do you remember? Do you remember how Crystal Brand? Yeah, the best listen. demon in Magic. Okay, that's fine. Do you remember how Rhino was our god for, like, two years? And then we created a format so he could come back. Herald of Anguish is our new god. Rhino is dead. Herald of Anguish is the new god. But, okay, Whisper World Elemental is potential. I think it's a very, very strong card. Um, Good with other morph cards. Because yeah, it's you, insane. You just pull them out and then you morph Den Protector. Oh, you didn't even know it was a Den Protector. Got it back. And you get to do this, like, really awesome thing where... You get to play Hooded Hydra in your deck, and then you just get to flip your Hooded Hydra, and it's a 5-5, five five, and then you when it dies, snakes. you get snakes. Yeah. It's insane. I think when it flips, you get snakes. The, no, I don't think that's how that works. I think when it dies, you get snakes. Um, Den Protector, you get to play Den Protector in your deck. You get to play Deathmist Raptor if you really want to, but I don't know if that you do. you're doing the green-white, like yeah, you green as well. Hidden Dragon Slayer. Oh, yeah. Um, card's just, insane. Just to interject, uh, the card reads... Uh, uh, it's uh, XGG uh, creature Snake Hydra. Uh, Hooded Hydra enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it. When Hooded Hydra dies, put one one green okay, snake creature nice. tokens on the battlefield for each plus one plus one counter on it. Morph three and two green. As Hooded Hydra turns face up, put five plus one plus one counters on it. Yeah. So, so Hooded Hydra is like a bad hanger backwalker. Yeah, but if you're if it's already been manifested out, you it's an okay hanger backwalker for five. Yeah, it's yeah. very reasonable. Yeah, I hated, I kind of hated standard at this point because I wasn't playing the green white deck, but I played against it, and I was playing the languish deck, and I go languish, and they go, oh, flip up this dead protector, flip up this thing, and then sack my elemental, then I'm gonna re manifest three cards back on the field. Your languish did nothing 
good game. Yeah. yeah, and it's a lot of like, uh, I'm as a control player, I like to play in other people's turns. So cards that let me play in other people's turns is my favorite way to play Magic. And so, yeah, the card I picked uh, going is back Emrakul. <laughs> yeah, that seems very like, kind of timely. Um, no, actually, I picked Kari Zev, Skyshift Raider. Not because, just because of the monkey token. The monkey is sweet, by the way. Um, the monkey also triggers revolt like all day, every day. Um, the this is one of the cards when we were talking earlier about how menace shows up randomly in cards. This card is menace. First strike menace. Um, uh, I went to block it during the the weekend, um, and then the menace thing happened, um, and I was just like, so. If it does get into combat, it is first strike. The monkey is going to... You don't really want to trade with the monkey or unless you have like um, a three toughness thing, block the monkey all day. But this will turn on revolt. Uh, I didn't see a lot of revolt triggers in red, at least ones that I really want to play. Um, but I do think there. this is something. has a has a shell. It just needs to be figured out. Um, I have a high potential on this thing. Joel? What does it do again? <laughs> well, it's one colorless, one red. One, three, first strike menace. Legendary creature, human pirate. Uh, whenever Kari Zev, Skyship Raider, attacks, create a legendary 2-1 red monkey creature, token named Regavan, that's tapped and attacking. Exile that token at the end of combat. Why do they have to name the monkey? Because the monkey's awesome. Have uh, you seen the token? They, well, yeah. Kari Zev is legendary, goggles. right? She's a legendary. Why would... Why? I get. I guess it's her. There's something important with the story. I guess, where well, she's a pirate with a monkey. Yeah. But I feel a uh, two mana one three in red is not what you want to be playing. Uh, I don't care if it makes a two one. That as soon as I play a two three, or I reflector mage your Karis of, you're just screwed. It's funny because I was just gonna say it's banned, but uh, in Frontier, yeah, have at it. The 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 playfield is wild. So Nick. I'm thinking, like, it's so hard to evaluate because the revolt triggers that you care about in Constructed aren't in red. Yeah. So you're playing, like, a red-black deck or a red-white deck. Realistically, it's a 3-3 for 2. 3-4 for 2, right? Like, that's those are the stats it represents. Mm -hmm. Over two bodies. Over two bodies. You have to block it with two things to stop generating the value. You never block the monkey... Like, you never trade with the monkey. Like, I think that the card... I think that the card is just so tough to evaluate, so I'm going to give it potential. I think the biggest problem I have is the revolt triggers during your second main. So if you wanted to, like, fiddle push something, you, you'd have to do it after combat, not before. And that's one of the reasons why... I, I, if, if somehow I could get that trigger before, then, the, like, if I could just... The monkey could like zero sacrifice said monkey or something like that, do a damage, uh, or just sack the monkey. So I could just turn on revolt when I wanted to before combat, so I could get a revolt trigger. Um, I think it obviously would be way better, but uh, anytime you have options, it's better. But I think that's what's holding it back from. Well, me. no, you just play Mardu, right? So you 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 swing with both, mm -hmm. and you're um, butcher of the horde. Yeah. You sack the monkey. You give butcher of the horde lifelink. You fatal push. Beautiful, beautiful play. Yeah, yeah, love it. You also have Nantuko Hus and stuff like that as another sack outlet for the monkey. Like it's in front of you. Yeah. You also play the new Wasteland Strangler. 
Oh yeah, the new Wasteland Strangler was actually. Oh, it's really, so good. Super good. I didn't actually, it's it up, not so good, but it's, it's like okay. It's uh, well, I feel it's easier to turn on than Wasteland Strangler. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, Revolt is just bodies one of the that best. remove creatures permanently. Great, love them. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it, you. You're giving me half decent dudes because he's like a two three as well. Three you're two. Give, he's a three, three two. Three two. There you go. Three two for three in black. So it's a. It's not unheard of, but it's something with upside. That seems okay to me. And it's two colors and a black. So, like, in your Mardu build, it's not hard to splash. Yeah, so. yeah I don't know. Like, they're... Cards hard to evaluate. I think it's fine. I think there's potential. Uh, on that note, um, I'm going to move to um, Frontier 10 Answers. So, the way this is going to work, because now we're the panel's on two people, it's going to work exactly the same, but when one person's out, the other person gets to keep playing um, until they're out. We're playing no longer for points. It's hard uh, before. Yeah, we're no longer playing for points. It's for wins. I'm just going to give you a, If I get to 10 and you did, haven't figured out what it is, I get a point. Man, Joel has such a deeper knowledge of magic than I do. Well, okay. Well, then this is a tough opponent this week. I care about things you don't care about, Nick. I like how you started the podcast with, I don't know names. So this might not help. Yeah, like, act, like <laughs> I don't know the name of anything. Okay, well, I picked a card that uh, hopefully you might have a an idea of then um i am a planeswalker i cost seven i have four abilities stop what you got oh shit it's garrick oh it's joel's looking at you for the steal oh god it's stop no no he said i'll let him have this <laughs> he said stop first there's no time don't on this, touch your phone yeah oh my god it's oh shit can we get a counter here? Uh, it's uh, a Jeopardy music. Shit, man. It's like Garrick Bad Hunter. Like, I don't know what his Bad, name is. He's, he's Garrick from M15. Hold on, hold on one sec. I'm going to look up and Google Bad Hunter and see what if <laughs> judges can we accept that as the answer? Um, no, he's an idiot. Okay, yeah, I agree with him. He's an idiot. No, it's a. Uh, oh my God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. Joel, do you need a. I make an emblem. No, 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 stop. What do you got? Uh, Garrick Apex Predator. Was that the word you were like? Bad Hunter! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I said, like, Best Hunter, it would have been better? Like... Oh God! No, Alpha Hunter maybe. <laughs> alpha Hunter maybe. Well, like the Hunter judges... and Predator is like the same word, no, and then like the, Bad and Apex are thing. complete <laughs> opposites. Like uh, alpha, alpha, shit. Alpha Predator could have like. No, that was really good actually. That that was really sad. Unfortunately, the judges just tell me you're an idiot, and Joel gets a point. So um. Hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> Anything's name. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is not a fair game. Well, well, maybe next week. Study, Nick. Yeah, maybe next week you get Craig. Things will be better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've asked Craig. I, I okay literally cannot lose to Craig. Oh, that's not nice to say, but I guess I started. I'm going to lose to Craig next week and just like. Um, but yeah, you've so, named a card. <coughs> what are you playing this week? Grixis and Soul. Yeah, seems solid. Uh, I, I, do you have your cards to put it together? Yeah, man. Oh, super cool. Joel, what do you got? Probably ramp again. I don't know. I just love the deck. Don't play ramp. <laughs> I love it. You can ramp into your free jam. I oh like being because I still have Emrakuls, so I still like being able to play my Emrakul. You can play Emrakul because Frontier uh, has no ban list. And did you guys see my tweet? No, I missed it. Uh, it was like, hey, if you like to play Emrakul and Smuggler's Copter, there's this great format called Frontier, and I just like 
Well, well, it's you don't have to worry about the value of your cards. In then a bunch of people like shaded me and was like, "You can play them modern." I was like, "Oh, oh I hate you so much." Yeah, um, it's it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not opposed. Like, I'm hard on commander players, but in the end, if that's how you want to play your magic, that's how you play your command magic. But I might I might switch up the colors on my ramp deck. Well, from green, red to maybe just green. Oh, snaps! And colorless. You could put in some land destruction spells in there. Why would I want to play land destruction? I just want to. Scott, no. Those videos coming soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's super good. Um, but Scott, yeah. give me something to brew. Give you something. Oh, brew right now. I'm trying to figure out mechanized production. So, because done, I, I'll do it. No, I'm trying to figure out. I'll do it. Why don't you guys just play Sahili? Oh, good point. Uh, I'm going to close the podcast off. If the Sahili Guardian combo goes off, which one do they ban, Sahili or the Guardian? Guardian. Yeah, I assume you don't ban Planeswalkers. Unless you're Jace. Jace gets the ban hammer. Um, I don't think they ban either. You don't think it's going to do anything? I don't think, the, like, the problem is... Nixon crunch time again. You're going to, like, tap out on four to place... Like, the turn four combo is never going to be good enough. I, like, there are other decks in in Standard and Frontier that play counter spells and removal spells, and well, they just don't give a shit when I've you tap out for host, four. I've been your host, Scott McCarthy. This is... <laughs> Joel Verasic. <laughs> No, no, let me go on my rant. Let me go on my rant. Don't cut me off. We're done.